0: Thank <sniffs> Hello, what's up and welcome to the Undisputed Podcast by Wrestling Circle. We have a huge fan over here who has watched Ruthless Aggression, Attitude Era and then the PG Era. Please welcome my guest at this time, the phenomenal one, Vignesh. What's up, dude?
1: How are you doing, bro?
0: I'm fine. What about you, man?
1: Yeah, I'm doing good, actually. (laughs) So,
0: so tell us your... Difference
1: between WWE and WWF? Yeah, I mean like uh, back in the days, like it, it. mean like many, many, many of them know that it was WWF before, but due to some like uh, um, like dispute between the world, worldwide, uh, like worldwide wildlife uh, uh, fund, like the those kind of like it kind of got mixed up. Like so, people felt like confused. Like, oh I mean, like what, what is it? But so due to the problem, like so they kind of had to change that name in 2002 due to the dispute between the World Wildlife Fund and... So, I mean, like, so that's the thing. But still, I mean, like, it's not even about the name, actually. Ever since the name got changed, like, the era also started changing. The way they portrayed the characters, the way they took the storylines. I mean, like, they, after a period of time, like, they started going too soft on people, like, to make it, like, more more family-friendly, like, I mean, back in the days like every wrestler like they used to have like a certain gimmick i mean like they had a lot of creative freedom to like uh, to be de- uh, to be to portray the characters the way they want to so they didn't have much like uh, what do you call that l- l- limits or anything they can do like whatever they want to they just uh, wanted to be the best out there and uh, Vince McMahon did allow them to be the way they wanted to. I mean, like, he just cared about the ratings and everything. I mean, like, I mean, like, back in the days, there was WCW as a huge competition for them. Like, it was Monday night was. So, I mean, like, everybody knows that one. So, I mean, like, so after a while, I mean, after WCW got, like, uh, shut down, and then, like, Vince got, okay, to a uh, two-hour conference. So, he, he kind of, like, started to change the way WWE used to be. I mean, like, so he kind of, um, the huge competition was removed after the way So, he he got uh, a bit too confident and uh, that's when the Ruthless Aggression era began. So I mean like uh, from Attitude era to Ruthless Aggression era, if you see like uh, the storylines were, weren't were like too like um, like adult kind of like uh, whatever you call that one. It was like more, more based on the performance type. Like in-ring skills like was uh, seen as a very big asset uh, during the time. If you have seen, I mean like for guys like uh, uh, Kurt Angle and Eddie Guerrero, they, those guys like were seen like taken notice by the people a lot for their in-ring skills alone. So I mean, like the I, ca- I think like for every era there was like a, a, like a transition or something you could call. Yeah. So I mean, like so after that the PG era came. I mean, we know how it was born. Uh, I mean, like I don't know if we can talk about this on. If you say we can, then I I can say how it all began.
0: Okay. It's unscripted,
1: man. You can do anything. Yeah, sure. Okay. So, I mean, like, we all know what happened with uh, Chris Benoit and everything. So, after that, like, after that incident, like, uh, Sovins got like, a bit skeptical about it and then he took um, the things to a new extreme. I mean, like, to do a, to make sure that every superstar's, Uh, are in a very good shape. I mean, like not using like performance enhancement drugs and certain stuff uh, to avoid like what happened before. I mean, to not uh, repeat again. So, I mean, that's when the PG era came into the picture. I mean, like he started doing the shows in a more family-friendly way. I mean, yeah. Actually,
0: the fact is PG era took... Most of the wrestling fans away from WWE because actually ruthless aggression era was the perfect era for the wrestling. They have witnessed a lot of things, especially the Goldberg. I mean, like I wouldn't say it as perfect, but it was like
1: uh, it was too good. I mean, like to show the uh, in-ring skills of the superstars is a very good thing. Actually, to be honest, I mean, like more. I mean, like. Some people love that too, along with the storyline. Uh, when you see some guys perform too well, it's, 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 I mean, like, not, I mean, like, every day, every superstars in today's generation, they perform well in the ring. But the thing is, back in the days, there weren't like uh, much of the superstars. They, uh, you could hardly like finger out like four or five superstars with the uh, like top class, like, like Chris Ben Water, Kurt Angle, too, Eddie Guerrero. These are the guys who, who, who knew how to like capture the audience with their entering skills. They, I mean, like they, I mean, they obviously are very good at promos and everything, but still, their rendering skills were like very unique, like so, uh, like it's not like what you can see in every superstar. So that was the thing actually. The, the that was the special thing about uh, ruthless aggression era, but attitude era, like it was like way too different. I mean, like you you need to have like the name says it all. You need to have an attitude to portray your character. Like everybody, like every superstar, if you look at the uh, them. They had they had their own certain attitude. Like uh, for example, take yeah. Triple H. Like he used to be like so bar, like so like uh too headed or whatever I mean like too um what's the right word to put that one? <laughs> uh too cocky or whatever you call that. Oh yeah, he got the boss's daughter and so he got to, like he felt that he was the most powerful and he's the best or something. That's what he claims that he is the game or whatever. And like, if you see The Rock, the, he, he, always, he always claims to be that he's the people's champion. And of, of course, that's the truth. And like if you see the Stone Cold, he's the anti-hero. Like everybody had their own specific type of set of... Uh, they they didn't do anything repetitive or anything. They didn't copy any other superstars' moves or anything. I mean, like, like yeah, they they had their own uh, thing. That's what was special about the attitude. I mean, and more one more thing is they didn't have... Well, just one per, one person alone uh, on the title picture at the time. Like, there used to be six to seven men t- fighting for one title at a time. That That's what was special about the attitude. I mean, like, they used to push six to seven guys at the same time. I mean, that's so how now, things should be. Now, yeah, I mean, like, yeah.
0: Nowadays, actually, we have seen that only one superstar is pushed perfectly, yeah. but... We have seen a lot uh, of superstars-
1: I say it as perfect. I would say it as, like, uh, too stupid, to be honest. Like, I, and I quote Jericho's words, stupid idiot kind of thing. Actually, yeah, yeah. if you ask me, like, um, um, pushing one superstar at a time ain't gonna help the company in the long run, to be honest. I mean, it's gonna leave other superstars, like, dry and... Um, they're gonna lose hope that they are, uh, whether they're gonna get their chance or not, or they're gonna quit the company and join some other company who will value their uh, skills and stuff. You know, I mean that's how. Yeah, the, yeah. I mean that's that's how it's uh, things have been happening for a while now. I mean like every superstars who aren't valued by the WWE, they leave to some other company, whether it be in NJPW or Impact or AEW or whatever you call that. So I mean like yeah, I mean like that's the problem. Like I'm not even like when you Like, uh, when I say that there won't be another attitude era, I'm not trying to say that it should be like rated or like the. I'm trying to uh, talk about the concept of not just pushing one superstar at a time and just why can't you just uh, create a a storyline with like five to six superstars at a time, like fighting for one title? That would make things much more interesting to uh, watch. You, You won't even know who will win the title. I mean, like, you can build up, like, I mean, it's not that uh, that much difficult, to be honest. I mean, you have, uh, this guy has been running the industry for, like, almost three decades or four decades. Vince McMahon, he can't do it. I mean, he's ju- he's just too lazy and he's not, like, willing to do it. That's the problem, actually. And I'm not yeah, going actually- too hard on him, I'm just saying. I mean, like, this guy is no, just-, no, no, just wasting things, actually, of late.
0: Yeah. So, actually, yeah. the problem with the Vince McMahon is, Vince McMahon is actually, he <laughs> tried every single one of them who he does not like. Yeah. Actually, I mean like ba- the, one of the hottest superstars to get a huge push but thanks to Vince McMahon, he buried him.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, he never uh, gave a chance for Ricochet to um, show off his mic skills to, like, I mean, like, if you see his man, like, more like a yeah, uh, and... One second though. I mean like, um, yeah, so, uh, the thing is, um, um, well, they didn't have a proper storyline. It was like more like uh, he, he, uh, AJ was like boasting about himself being the best and everything. And then like as usual, like some guy randomly pops up and challenges him. It was like, and even after winning the title, he didn't do much of uh, justice to that uh, story actually. I mean the, like I mean like i I need to quote undertaker on this one if I, I think you might have seen this uh, famous one it uh, it was doing rounds on the internet like uh, he said on an interview I mean like today's superstars are like uh, too talented and everything I I, I I have to agree but the thing is they don't have a story to tell to the people I mean like the, everybody does a, a double flip and everything I mean like after the like a couple of flips or like after 10 to, 10 to 15 moves the audience are going to look into you, okay, what else you got for me? Yeah. I mean, like, so basically, the thing is, you have to tell a story with the character. They have to relate to the character. That's when you can actually make justice to the uh, thing and actually make people follow you. I mean, like, that's how it was back then. That's the reason why the uh, yesterday superstars are still getting the pop whenever they appear. For take a example for Stone Cold or Rock or Hulk or whoever it may be, like even a mid card legend would get a pop, a huge pop today. That's how it is. Like I mean, that's the reason because they had a character and they had a story to tell with their character. That's the sim- I mean like every, like I said, every superstar is uh, uh, completely talented today. But thing is, they don't have the skills or the uh, like charisma to connect with the audience.
0: Yeah. It's exactly. because it's
1: all mic. I mean, like, like uh, if you have seen, nobody works the audience like the rock, because of his mic skills. I mean, like people, like they would chant rock, yeah, and when he's uh, about to ta- start talking, they go shut. That's how it should be. I mean, they they need to. That's how the connection should be. To be honest, yeah.
0: So, yeah, say please. So,
1: yeah. So I mean, the thing is like. So the, basically, they have to work out the mic skills. I mean, like this, uh, like couple of catchphrases or anything isn't gonna help you much. I mean, like it may look good for, a, uh, I mean, like for a couple of uh, months or something. After like, the, uh, if you look back at uh, like 10, 10, 20 years later, I mean, they are gonna look like, oh my god, okay, oh, I'm gonna skip this. That's how it, it's gonna be. I mean, like I, I, I let me tell you something. I, uh, I've, I, still watch the old promos and like old segments of the attitude era and ruthless aggression era even now i won't get bored at all because it used to be good the way the i mean like the audience like me you can easily figure it out the way audience reacts right i mean like they if they love it they are going to like roar their hearts out for the superstars and everything but uh, if you see nowadays nobody gets a pop <laughs> even the fans, yeah. the, uh, the ones who have a lot of fans on the internet and everything they don't get a pop when they appear That's not how it should be. Then, obviously, they are doing something wrong if it's uh, that way. All they do is like they boo or the the crowd is completely dead. They don't even make a noise or like pin drop silence as if it's a library or something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, speaking of the eras, now we are witnessing a huge, perfect era we can say now from AEW and we have a lot of WWE fans. Who are, you know, jealous of the AEW success. And what's yeah, your thought yes. on yeah. the AEW nowadays? They are performing the perfect, you know, shows and everything. You have... Yeah, I mean, like...
1: Uh, yeah, I've been, like, waiting to watch the show for, like, ever since it began. I mean, my friend has been suggesting me to watch it. Like, I mean, but due to my personal uh, uh, stuff and thing, I wasn't able to watch it. Like, I wasn't having time for myself, to be honest. Like, so, but I've been, like, uh, wanting to watch it because, like, a lot of superstars are over there. I mean, especially the commentator Jim Ross, he's my all-time favorite. Like, nobody can sell or uh, make a superstar get a pop like him. Like, his response, it's uh, the way he reacts, That's that itself would make the audience go crazy for the superstar, whoever he reacts to. So, I mean, like, there are a lot of factors in this, actually. I mean, like, but I've been watching it for, like, a couple of months now. I mean, like, I have to say this, the uh, AEW definitely reminds me of the Attitude Era time, actually. I mean, not with the exact way, but in the way they book the superstar, the storyline and everything, I mean, like it actually kind of reminds me of the Attitude Era. So, I mean, I've been loving it, actually. The way, I mean, like, when the match gets over, they, are, they immediately have something ready for this, uh, even for the losing superstars, actually. I mean, that's how it should be. They need to know how to take forward the story. I mean, like, that's exactly the, the thing is. They need to have a story to tell the audience. No matter whether it's big or small. They need to have a story to tell the audience. That's how you connect with the audience. I mean, like, they're not coming here to watch a uh, fight. I mean, if they are, have to watch a fight, they'd go rather wa- uh, go watch boxing or UFC or whatever it is. They wouldn't come uh, uh, pay their hard-earned money on uh, in- entertainment stuff. They need to entertain people. Not by just doing your moves. You need to make them... Feel relatable with your character. It's exactly, I mean, like it's a TV show. It's exactly like a movie. So you have to tell a story. If it's, it doesn't have a story, it's not going to look good after a while. Like I said, I mean, like if a couple of good matches is good for your, uh, uh, to sh- uh, showcase your skills. But if you don't have a story to tell or if you don't have a character to uh, ha- relate with the audience, then it's not going to work actually.
0: Yeah, actually, Nan. Speaking of the uh, WWE uh, and AEW, what comes in your mind after listening that the um, Wednesday night was between the WWE NXT and AEW? So.
1: Yeah, I mean, like uh, Wednesday night was. It reminds me of Monday night was actually. I've been, I mean, I didn't watch uh, the early part of the Monday night was. I've been, I've been watching it from like when I was eight years old or something. Like that is around like ninety eight or ninety nine probably. So, uh, yeah, back in the days, Monday Night Wars was a huge uh, thing. I mean, like, both the companies used to rip off each other, like, uh, uh, revealing spoilers about what the main event of this company is going to have tonight or something like that. Like, I mean, like, they did uh, do that once. I mean, like, WCW went uh, like, uh, five, ten minutes earlier than usual and they revealed the spoilers for, like, what the WWE is going to do that night, actually. So, I mean, like, I mean, like, was definitely a war. I mean, today it's like more like a ratings war. So, I mean, like uh, if you base it on ratings only on performance and not on the overall thing, I, I don't know how to put it actually, to be honest. Like, I mean, like NSD is doing a fabulous job compared to Raw and I mean, they have been building... A, uh, they have better storylines than Raw and to be honest. But um, I think they need to do uh, much more, to be honest. I mean, this week I felt... SmackDown did a lot better than NXT. That's like, uh, ever since NXT began, I I haven't felt, I mean, like, I haven't been watching NXT uh, um, a lot, but still, I've seen a few shows, but uh, this is the first time I've seen uh, uh, SmackDown taking over NXT. I mean, like, Raw and SmackDown, they both uh, wasn't, wasn't on the level of NXT when it comes to the ratings and everything. But this week, I felt that SmackDown was better than NXT on the quality of the show, to be honest. I mean, like, certain matches, like, I felt it was too slow motion or something. Like, I mean, like, the audience could easily figure out what you're gonna do next. I mean, that's not how it should be, dude. I mean, it should be a little unpredictable, like, what you're gonna do next. I mean, that's where the uh, beauty lies in the uh, art, if you see. I mean, like, I call it art, obviously. It is a not It's not that easy. Not everybody uh, can become a pro wrestler or something. Yeah, I mean, actually, think, the yeah.
0: problem with WWE is it's easy to predict nowadays. Like, you can yeah. predict a single... Unique... I mean,
1: like, just nowadays, I mean, like, ever since, like, uh, 2015, like, or something, ever since that, it has been predictable, to be honest. Since 2000, yeah, now
0: you can predict uh, that big guy gonna punch yeah. him, right? And he does that same.
1: Exactly. I mean, like because we obviously he... know what. Even even if you hit your finisher, we know, obviously know he's gonna kick out of it or something. Yeah. I mean, like uh, if, if if it's a uh, concerned superstar, I mean, like uh, someone who's like uh, either experienced or someone who's been uh, uh, built uh, in a strong way or something, we know that like after like three or four finishers only is gonna go down. But back in the days, that wasn't the case. Even one finisher, you would be finished. Like. I mean, like, not every time they do that. Only on a certain, like, bigger pay-per-views or something. Like, they might kick out of one finisher or something, and after the second finisher, he'll be out. No matter how huge the superstar is, like, how powered, overpowered or something, he is. That's how it's. Uh, it, it was done. That's the. That's the reason why audience loved it. Actually, I mean, like, they they don't keep on hitting finishers back in the day. They you they do it, only when it's required. That's what the beauty of the older era, both ruthless aggression and the attitude was. So speaking <laughs> which,
0: uh, of the, yeah, please continue. Yeah, yeah which
1: yeah, I the go. I mean, like I'm current super uh, current generation uh, people who I mean, like who have started watching after PGR or anything, like they won't know or they will definitely won't agree with what I say or like what. The people with my mindset, like, I mean, like, uh, there are a lot of people who feel the same way like me. I mean, they, they won't agree with the, they feel that the, the current generation superstars and the current generation, uh, the current era are the only the best ones, especially. I mean, like, I, I would like to figure it out. I mean, like, point out the uh, certain superstar, but I don't know if, if I'm going to get a lot of it, but I don't uh, uh, worry. But I have to say this. The, uh, these the current generation, Kids, I have to say. I mean, like most of the kids are the ones who are have uh, been like being like that. I mean, they feel that Roman Reigns is the best superstar. He's
0: starts... they even
1: like, Yeah. He I mean, starts... like yeah. Wait, wait. Let me finish it. I'm gonna come there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the thing is, even I mean, like superstars like talking praise about other superstars is not a big thing. They even like some of them like when AJ Styles told that uh, Roman is a great superstar and everything, uh, they they started posting it on their stories and everything, and they still, okay, AJ Styles itself like. Uh, get, Okay, what, what's the big deal about it? It's his opinion. Everybody has their own opinion. He's not an audience. He's a superstar. So, he's going to help out his fellow superstar. That's a very obvious thing. Right? I mean, like, as an audience, if you see, I I, I would say to he totally sucks. Not because of only he's o- over-pushed or overpowered. It's because of the way his character is portrayed. I don't like the way his character. I mean, like, they're try- actually trying to make him a Cena uh, version 2.0, which is not yeah. uh, not the his type. I mean, like he has his own uh, thing. Either let him do his own thing, uh, bring him, uh, bring, uh, let him do a thing which he likes to. I mean, like, or oh, just turn him heel. That would be better for the business, to be honest. This, yeah, doing like uh, something uh, like pushing some superstar as uh, an inspiration or anything for the kids. That's going to be bad for business one or the other way. Or either either bad for business or bad for the superstar because they're going to end up regretting some someday. They might be happy about what they are doing, like uh, making ch- children's life happier yeah. or anything. But the thing is, in the long run, they will feel that, oh my God, I wasn't given a chance to do what I had, I mean, like what I like or something like that. So, I mean, like it's going to end up, I mean, like you need to either... You need to switch characters between face and heel. If not, I mean, like, if you look at John Cena, I mean, like, ever since 2003, uh, since he turned face, he hasn't turned heel one time till now. That's, like, uh, really, I mean, like, I don't know how to put it, actually. That's really bad for the business. I mean, like, especially for the fans who watch it just for the pro wrestling alone. I mean, like, it's not... The phasing, I mean, uh, changing your uh, persona from face to heel and heel to face—that's the where the beauty of the pro wrestling lies. I mean, like I've been seen Rock as a heel. I mean, like, but he was a heel back then. I I I, I, I missed those parts, but I I, I when I watched the uh, that on YouTube uh, even nowadays, I feel that oh my God, this guy was gold. No matter whether he was a heel or face, he totally like has the audience on his fingertips. <laughs> Like, that's how it should be. I mean, like, being a face for a long time or being a heel for a long time, it's not going to help you uh, have the people on your back. They, I mean, like, you you are going to lose certain amount of people after a while. That's the thing, actually. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So speaking ahead, like, of the AEW now, I'm going to yeah. need your views on the AEW fight for the panel pay-per-view, which was yeah. on the Wednesday night. And yep. in IST, we can say that uh, it was the Thursday morning at 5am. Mm, yeah. I uh, need your reaction on the match between first match. Let me tell you this match card. So we have the oh. TNT championship, uh, championship match between the Cody Road, yeah. Cody versus yeah. Sony. Yeah. And second, then we have the FTR versus the Lucha Bros. Yeah. And the third one, it was a six-man tag team match.
1: Six-man tag, yeah.
0: Yeah, the elite Kenny Omega and the Bucks versus Jurassic Express, Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and Marco Stern. And the main event itself, it's a Mox versus Brian Cage. Uh, Your views on Sony Kiss versus Cody Rhodes first
1: yeah i mean like it was a pretty good match, but I kind of predicted that i mean like cody's uh isn't gonna drop his title any soon, so I felt that oh my god okay, this is predictable but i still i i enjoyed the match i mean like it was a very good performance by both of them like uh so i kind of like even though it was predictable i find uh, find the performance uh very good actually it was a very good one yeah
0: so second match it was the f t r versus the lucha Bros
1: yeah, I mean, like that was one hell of a match. I mean, like both the teams, like they took their uh, respective opponents like to their extreme. Like it was, I, I, I it was like uh, the the chemistry they had, like it was too good. I mean, like I, I loved what I watched. I mean, like uh, that I would rate actually the, that match as the second match in my opinion. I mean, like I'm not saying it is the that way. I mean, I would uh, rate that match of the as the second place for the match of the night. To be honest.
0: Yeah, so yeah. so third match, it was the six man tag team match, the Elite versus Jurassic Express.
1: According to me, that match should have been the main event instead of Mox and Cage. I mean, like, I was a bit disappointed with Mox and Cage for a few reasons. I'll come up to the next. Okay, coming to the six man tag match, I mean, like, uh, uh, before that uh, match began, like, uh, Kenny Omega gave, um, like, he Mil- uh, tried. Yeah, like he tried to offer peace offering kind of thing of me. and then when… Okay, I sensed it. okay, I think there's gonna be something uh, have, happening between him and Page in the uh, upcoming weeks. So, I mean, like after that segment, during the match also, when FTR and uh, Page was hanging out, having a couple of drinks or something, like, okay, I felt, okay, I think they're soon gonna uh, break up this team and they're gonna go separate ways. So, I mean, like, uh, the match was real good, actually. This match is, was the best match of the night, to be honest, in my opinion like every superstars like they put on a mind blowing performances like especially a uh, certain moves i i remember like when uh, uh, this uh, elite uh, faction they try to like suplex uh, the, uh, this guy inside the ring and when their teammates came out and then he climbed up upon them and then he hit that sunset pile driver that was like one hell of a move like i still remember that i mean like i kind of hurt me i mean like watching that it hurt me i don't know I mean, like like fabulous performances Mark- man
0: marco Stone performing the canadian destroyer yeah
1: the- yeah that was like a delight man i mean like it was too good to watch i mean like like i said like it was the best match of the night in my opinion and then even after the match ended, like Kenny Omega attacking the Jungle Boy, and then, I, I, I mean, like if we all sense that okay, he's gonna turn heel like very soon, or okay, at least me, uh, they are up the tag, to. team. I need yeah. to correct you one
0: thing. It was the Marco stunt who uh, was Kenny Omega beating the shit after the match. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Sorry. My
1: bad. My bad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So
0: actually, yeah, according to yeah, me, right. Kenny Omega teased that he will return. He'll uh, uh, he will turn heel very soon.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, we all uh, came to know when he kind of uh, attacked Marco's Stunt after the match. Like so, yeah, it was obvious. Like
0: yeah, so, we can so B- yeah. yeah, Bucks ran uh, run that he was to you know just trying to kill everyone who is in the ring during that incident, or we can say yeah. the heel turn heel. Yeah. By the Kenny Actually, <laughs> he was trying to say that he will kill everyone and it was a part of his heel turn. Yeah. So, it is a better... It will be perfect if Kenny Omega turned heel because I, have, I haven't I have seen Kenny Omega as a heel superstar, to be honest.
1: Okay, I mean, like, I haven't seen... I mean, like, I've heard about Kenny Omega. I haven't seen much of his matches but I, I'd love to see his match. I mean, like, I, I've been looking for I me, mean, like, I want to... I have to check it on YouTube, I guess. Like, uh, it's NJPW matches. Because my, my friend, this friend, he has been telling me for a long time this... Uh, about I 7 have seen and Kenny Omega is one of them. Like, I mean, like, especially... He told that uh, he has had a lot of matches with AJ Styles and everybody. He was a part of the Bullet Club and everything. I mean, like, yes, I, this guy like, uh, kind of got uh, my attention, to be honest. Like, yeah, I would love to watch my old matches, actually. I I, I can't believe I missed, missed out on this guy. I mean, like, I wasn't uh, much of a... Um, like um i i i didn't watch much of indie wrestling and uh, other companies like i used to watch a few of tna that too just for like certain guys alone like sting and uh, aj styles and kurt angle and Sam Ojo. i mean i i mean like the, even the uh, that i wasn't like so regular or anything I, I used to watch here and there but i i kept track of certain uh, things you know i mean like but NJPW, I had no clue. But so I, I have to I mean like I've seen a couple of matches, and I was really impressed with the way the they carry the storyline and the matches and everything. I mean, like actually, between, my yeah. first
0: NJPW match was Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho when he was, you know, okay,
1: back, like when AEW was about to begin.
0: Yeah, no, no, it's was two years back, two or three years back. yeah, when.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: when Serico was a part of NJPW and captured the IWGP United States title. I, I
1: think that was in 2018. Like, yeah, that's when he yeah. was with WWE. I mean, like he got, his contract got over and he came, went back. I mean, like went to NJPW and they won the heavyweight title. I guess, yeah. I think I read so, that.
0: It was a hell of a match between them. And I have also seen Kenny Omega versus AJ Styles. Then when AJ <laughs> Styles was kicked out from the Bullet Club.
1: Wow. I think I need to check on that one. I mean, like, I've seen AJ yeah. Says was a Shinsuke, Shinsuke Nakamura for the heavyweight title. That was one hell of a match. I mean, like, I mean, like I I looked at the... Uh, I mean, like, the arena totally. I mean, like, it was too big and it was packed full. I haven't seen even a WWE arena uh, packed full in uh, for, like, a decade or something. Like, uh, since uh, CM Punk departed or anything, I haven't seen such a crowd. Like, even in WWE, especially... Uh, Except for WrestleMania alone, so I mean, like yeah. it was like, uh, oh my God! Like I think I I, uh, I I should have listened to my friend and started watching these kind of stuff uh, way before. Like I that's what I felt when I saw that uh, video. I mean like those kind. I mean, like even Ring of Honor uh, does a uh, one hell of a job in like bringing up yeah. new talents. I mean, like if you see a lot of talents uh, who have who are uh, very great superstars today. I Mean like they all started at Ring yeah. of Honor,
0: especially. It, I mean, from- like, Cesaro, yeah. Daniel
1: Bryan, yeah, yeah. CM Punk, Colin. AJ Styles, Sam Wajo. Like, you can go on and on, like, the list would go big. <laughs>
0: you have a huge list on the Ring of Honor superstars. Who I, can't
1: from believe they, I can't believe WWE didn't make use of a legend like Sam Wajo. I mean, like, they wasted him like anything, but he's killing it on commentary right now. But I feel sad, sad for him. The, that he didn't get a proper push. I mean, like he should have won that match against Brock Lesnar. To be honest, like he was like pushed like a monster or anything. They make it go all to the drain. I mean, like it still kills me to think, even think about it. Yeah.
0: Now speaking of the main event of the fight yeah. for the panel it was the uh, Brian Cage versus John Moxley. So your views on yeah. this?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, everybody was so hyped for the match. I mean, the, the build-up was too good. And the way, I mean, like, he has Taz on his side, Cage has. So, I mean, the Taz is too good on, like, whatever he does. And he's a legend. So, the way he built up Cage. So, I was, like, exp- hoping or expecting that, okay, this guy is going to get a push. Like, he's going to win the title or anything. But when the match began and everything, and uh, it went, like, uh, too in favor for, like, uh, John Moxley, to be honest. Like... He, he told us uh, like a spoiler or something like he's gonna uh, target his arm and everything. That's exactly what happened. So it kind it was kind of disappointing. I mean, like the reason why I started watching AEW was like okay, this this thing is like a bit unpredictable, like how it used to be back in the Attitude Era. So I was like kind of, and it wasn't even the predictable thing actually. The I expected too much from the match I think, I guess that's how I should put it. Like I was like expecting a match like how it was with Rock versus Brock Lesnar back in Summerslam two thousand and two. I mean like I expected that kind of a match. I mean like the way the uh, the yeah. uh, high uh, they hyped it up and everything. I was uh, hoping to see that kind of a match, and it kind of fell short to my expectation. Maybe that's why uh, I didn't like. I mean like especially when Taz ta- ta- threw the towel inside like, Oh my God! Seriously. You guys, uh, these guys like build this guy like a machine, like a monster, and they're they're gonna make him look like a loser right now. I mean, like that's not how things should be done. I mean, like even if on a losing note, he should have still they should have showed him, uh, shown him like uh, they, he's still stronger one. Like how they uh, WWE does with Aleister Black, you know. I mean, like even when he loses, he loses on like uh, uh, disc. I mean, like uh, either on a count out or something or like outside interference or like he doesn't lose clean. He hasn't lost clean till now. That's the only plus point he has right now. So, that's the way they should have done with uh, Cage 2. I mean, like, either it should have uh, ended up in, like, some uh, uh, stoppage or, like, uh, double disqualification. I mean, like, yeah, that's not possible because this was, like, a no-holds-barred match. So, uh, so I mean, like, it kind of, like, uh, I mean, like, it didn't do justice to both of the superstars, to be honest. I mean, like, they should have made it a little bit better, like, uh, I don't know how to put it exactly. Um uh, Um. Yeah.
0: Continue this, continue.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I felt that both the superstars uh, didn't uh, deserve this kind of a match. I mean, like, they deserve way better, to be honest. I mean, like,
0: especially with John
1: Yeah.
0: According to me, it's time to get Chris Jericho as a lay champion once again.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, why not? But I think... uh, Yeah, uh, Chris Jericho is busy with Cassidy as of now. So, I don't think they're going to make him uh, uh, contender for the title. So, I I feel that they should bring someone else like... um, uh,
0: Yeah,
1: maybe. Uh, Even like... uh, Who's that guy? They can actually make use of Matt Hardy as of now. He's not doing anything. So, I feel that he could... Be a good, uh, I mean, like with this broken gimmick, you can do wonders for the title picture. I mean, just yeah, imagine, like,
0: of, yeah. I just want to ask that speaking of the broken Matt Hardy session, so I just yeah. want your thoughts that what if Jeff, Jeff Hardy loses his match in the next week's SmackDown? So, yeah. will we gonna witness Jeff Hardy in AEW or we will still be gonna watch? In I, Jeff I would Hardy
1: love AEW. I mean, like, uh, this guy. I don't feel... I mean, like I've read somewhere that he's not uh, happy with the way they are portraying his character and the, the storylines they're giving him in WWE. And I don't think he's going to renew the contract again. So, if he has plans to uh, join some other promotion, I think he should consider AEW as an option. I mean, like, that would be fabulous. I mean, like, we would get a like a lot of dream matches. I mean, like, just imagine... The way and and the, uh, we can get the Willow gimmick and everything back. I mean, like whatever the like, WWE didn't allow him to do, we can ex- witness that on AEW. So it, yeah. I, I feel that if he joins AEW, that would be like a very huge move for both the companies. I mean, yeah, like W yeah. uh, wouldn't bother about it. They all care. About, I mean, they after uh, like 2012 or something, they are, they have been caring only about money. They don't care what the fans want. So. It's not going to be much of a loss for them. Um, So I feel that, yeah, you should join the AEW. Like, I would love to see him, actually, in AEW.
0: According to me, AEW is a huge company for nowadays. Because AEW represents freedom, according to most of the superstars.
1: I feel that most of the uh, uh, companies, like, I mean, like, especially except WWE, I feel every other companies give much freedom to their superstars. That's what I feel. I mean, like, with the matches and everything, I feel they get a lot of uh, freedom, creative freedom to do what they want. So, I mean, like, that's the reason why uh, audience still watch other promotions too, uh, even though they watch WWE or they don't watch. Like, I'm just saying. I mean, like. Uh, I mean, like, if it's not good or anything, like, people wouldn't pay to watch, right? Yeah, yeah. Either the content should be good or they, uh, they the need to, I mean, they need to do something different in order to capture the audience. So, I think that, uh, I mean, like, but considering the fact that, yeah, I mean, like, after uh, WWE, I feel AEW is the biggest company next to that. So, I mean, like, it's been just a year, uh, but uh, let's give it some time maybe we can witness uh, a huge growth i mean like a big competition for WWE. so i think so, they need more superstars in their roster to make it big they are they need a couple more titles on the roster so i mean like uh, when this will be more superstars join so that would make it make things interesting let's give them some time it's been just a year i mean like yeah they're still they do, have, doing their best
0: right now on the yeah. they will be completing their first year in the wrestling industry yeah so it's been seven months i guess now from that aw has
1: um completed. it started back in november i guess like uh, october or november october, back in 2009.
0: yeah it was november i guess yeah so
1: so i mean like yeah we still have just four months left for one year to complete so eight months yeah it's been eight months and they're doing a fabulous job with the
0: Yeah, speaking of the, you know, Fight for the Fallen, your ratings for the show is?
1: Fight for the Fallen. I would rate it like around 8 to 8.5 out of 10. Like somewhere around 8 to eight to 8.5, yeah.
0: Yeah, perfect. So, let's talk about the Extreme Rules as well as we were going to witness Extreme Rules tomorrow morning as IST 5.00 AM. Yeah. Yeah, on Sony Sports. So, the first match we have the Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt as a Wyatt Swamp fight, non-title match. Yeah. So, your views on this?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, uh, we have been, like, this guy Wyatt has been, like, too good for a, a long time. WWE just failed to notice his t- uh, <laughs> how good he is. I mean, like, ever since, like, he debuted with this gimmick. Like, uh, he got buried by Cena. He got buried like a, by a lot of superstars, Cena, Roman, like uh, the list would go on. Like, So, I mean, like you sh- you should have given notice to superstars like this and uh, should have make, made use of them in a very good way. I mean, like this guy was solely running SmackDown, like uh, SmackDown or Raw or whatever, whichever show he was on. Like ever since he big, uh, brought the fiend gimmick that this guy has been like, I've, I've been watching it on YouTube for a while. Now. I mean, like, I don't know. I don't remember like five or six years, I guess. I, mean, I haven't been watching it on television. So I, I read the comments as well. So I mean, like, I, I, I see a lot of comments uh, from the people. Like, they comment, like, okay, Fiend and the R Truth are the ones that are solely carrying the show on their uh, back. Their, their back needs some help, like, that and all. I mean, like, okay, yeah. I mean, like, obviously, I mean, I would see a whole, I mean, like, uh, every matches and every segments... I would feel, especially, yeah, these two segments are the only ones worth watching on the whole three-hour show. I felt that, uh, I mean, like, even after uh, Fiend got uh, drafted to SmackDown, like, it was the same way. Apart from them, uh, there wasn't much uh, segments or matches worth watching. This guy stole the show, I mean, no matter what. Like, he's too good at, like, yeah, this is the only guy, as of now, who's trying to tell a story with his character. That's exactly what I was talking about. Like, I mean, like, you need to tell a story with your character or it's not going to work. That's how you can get the audience on your back. Yeah. So, I feel... But I I'm not, I don't know who could win the match, but it's going to be a pretty good match. That I can guarantee. I mean, like, uh, either... I mean, like, I have two scenarios, though. Either Braun Strowman, like, defeating uh, Bray White again this time. And the which would cause, like... Uh, Wyatt to bring the Fiend that uh, next pay per view to challenge him, or uh, Wyatt could win the match and he could challenge uh, Bray for I mean like Braun for the Universal Title at Summerslam. It could go in this either of these scenarios. Actually, that's my opinion.
0: Yeah, um, so speaking of the yeah. Second, we have WWE Championship Month. between Drew and Stipulation still has been delayed by the sources, but we all know that it's a tlc match
1: yeah yeah i mean like uh, it's not too easy to uh, find out something like uh, as confidential as this like nowadays i mean like it was it used to be ba- surprising back in the days because we didn't have much uh, of a, I mean like development in the internet so it was fun for us because we, we didn't know what we uh, what we can expect they always produce something which uh, which was out of the box. So it was kind of like I I feel like uh, happy that I wasn't part of this era. I mean like I grew up uh, watching that kind of era. It, I mean like we had that surprise element. That's what made it worth watching. To be honest, like I'm speaking of this match. I don't uh, I mean like we all know that Drew ain't gonna drop the title any soon. But uh, we can expect a, a hell of a performance with, by both the performers uh, like both Dolph Ziggler and uh, Drew McIntyre. But I mean, like, if you have been watching, like, uh, Ziggler has been there in the company for more than a decade now, and he has never failed to uh, put on a great performance, no matter what, and no matter who the opponent is. Like, I mean, like, if you have seen his performance at the Survivor Series 2014, like, I can't believe that WWE didn't uh, make use of that momentum for Ziggler. I mean, like, people were so behind him. They wanted Ziggler to be on the main event picture that time. They didn't give him that push that time. I mean, like, I feel bad for that. I mean, yeah, like, but first now,
0: season, right? Two thousand fourteen. The Survivor Seat was Cena versus Authority.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's when Sting debuted.
0: Yeah, Sting, Sting debuted.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, that was one hell of a night. I mean, like, I loved it no matter what. Uh, so I mean, like, yeah, I mean, like, after two thousand and fourteen, like I said, like, it wasn't like, worth watching. I mean, like, it was too predictable. What's gonna happen next? I mean, like. When Roman returned from his injury, we know that he was gonna one who's gonna win the Royal Rumble. It was too predictable. They but the people wanted Roman to win the previous year only because they didn't want Batista to win because Batista came the same way he came and he's, he announced that he's gonna win the Royal Rumble. So people didn't want that to happen. So they wanted either CM Punk to win or like Roman Reigns to win just because they don't want Batista to uh, be the winner. That was the only reason. So the when uh, in 2015 when they uh, Roman. Uh, like, came back and everything, and so, so the people got, kind of got, like, oh my god, they're over pushing him or something. Yeah, that's the reason why he started uh, getting the heat from the people. So, I feel like, uh, so when um, when it comes to uh, something like this, you need to be a bit more unpredictable. That's when audience, like, tune into your product. Like, if it's gonna be the same way like uh, like every other week like okay it's the same oh my god I've been watching it like I've seen comments like uh, certain matches that it keeps repeating so people like oh my god how much is it like uh, second two millionth time or what like oh, I mean uh, are they gonna keep fighting each other till they retire or till they die like these kind of comments I've seen like that's not how it should be like so uh, it's the that's the unpredictability is what uh, has been missing in WWE, and that's the main reason. I mean, like main thing that needs to be there. No matter whether they uh, give the storyline or not, at least with the matches, they need to be a little bit unpredictable. I mean, like I agree that Drew McIntyre as uh, the pushy he got, he deserves it totally. But you can't just keep on like uh, throwing random uh, opponents for a champion. You need to tell a story with, the, like, at least with. Uh, with an opponent, at least you need to carry him like for like two to three pay-per-views. Like that story needs to travel. That's when it's going to look good. Or else like people aren't going to look um, take a look of uh, that champion or like uh, which superstar. Like if you keep on putting like, on like uh, how it happened with Aleister Black, we all know that he was like uh, just faded with jobbers every other week. This guy is a talented superstar. They, they He should have at least been in the mid-card title picture as of now. But they aren't using him uh, at his full potential. I mean, like, they are not even using him as 50%, to be honest. So, I mean, like, so. coming back to the topic, like, I, well, we all know, I mean, no matter whether what's to play in this, that Drew is gonna win. So, uh, I don't think it's gonna be much difficult to predict that one.
0: <laughs> so, on um- up next, we have a Raw Women's Championship match between Oscar versus uh, Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, Sasha is doing a great job ever since she returned, but we all know that this is all a lead. A lead. It's a build up to Sasha versus Bailey for the women's title. I mean, like, people have been waiting, it, uh, waiting for Sasha to turn on Bailey for a long time. I mean, like I could say like it's almost like uh, seven to eight months, I guess uh, so I mean like it's all a build up so I mean like uh, it's gonna be one of a match, but still uh, As- uh, and has just won the title like a couple of months back or something so I don't think she's gonna drop the title any soon. So we can expect that Masca uh, gonna be the winner of the match.
0: Yes. So speaking of the next match, we have Nikki Cross versus Bailey, and it's easy to predict that Bailey uh, yeah. will retain.
1: Yeah, she's gonna retain no matter what. I mean, like they have been like uh, just free, uh, putting either Alexa or like uh, Nikki on the uh, picture, uh, match for the women's title or SmackDown's women's title. But at least with Alexa, we can uh, expect something. But with Nikki Cross, we can expect a good match, that's all. I don't think they're gonna make her a Women's uh, Champion anytime soon. I mean, if they wanted to, they would have made it long back when uh, Becky was SmackDown Women's Champion. I mean, like, I think, you know, uh, it happened back when she debuted on SmackDown. I hope you remember that night. Like, she was part of uh, the Sanity group. Yeah. And, and everything. Yeah. So I mean, like, they, if they wanted to, I mean, like, she was like too strong and everything. People loved her character. That I mean, like, if they wanted to make her a champion, they were, he would have made it. Like, Vince would have made it long back. So I don't think she's gonna get a chance at it. And the thing is, I, I I love the Bliss and Cross uh, tag team, but I so want to see Alexa uh, as a uh, SmackDown or Raw women's champion back again. I mean, like, this girl is like totally talented. Like. She's too good on the mic. No one's as good on the mic uh, on the women's division like her, to be honest. Like as of now, currently, like I mean, like she's too good. Like she was, like she's like gold. I mean, like no wonder she can claim herself as the goddess. Like yeah, she she totally deserves it. Even her entering skills are too. Uh, like I, I I didn't like uh, like the uh, like when she debuted, but when I saw her entering skills and everything. I felt, oh my god, like, I, I think I, I made a wrong decision. Thank goodness I changed my career. I uh, took more notice of her than... I mean, like, this girl is a complete package. Like, she deserves to be on the main event all the time. Not Charlotte or anybody. This girl is, like, too good.
0: Charlotte, Charlotte. Speaking of Charlotte, Charlotte is the, you know, the star kid. And yeah. We all know that she's, she's in a better, you know, better usage... But Dudley is using as her, uh, you know, because of her father.
1: Yeah. And they are going going to make uh, the uh, total number of championships uh, uh, only to be taken by her, I mean, like uh, his daughter alone. When if if they wanted, they would have done it with Sina, but they didn't want that to happen. They want maybe uh, her next generation, I mean, only to make another emotional moment or something. So, I, I mean, we all know it's going to be too cringy or anything. So, but still.
0: It's still crazy to be honest.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's always like it's always that way. I mean, like whenever she does the woo, I feel like slapping the hell out of my mouth or anything. <laughs> I mean, no offense, I mean, just, I, mean I, I just uh, reaction or anything. I mean, I know I, I won't gonna. I mean, no, I'm not gonna do that. And just I'm selling. that's how I feel whenever she does. I mean, like it looks good on Ric Flair. It, I, I, even on Sting, but it doesn't look good on her. To be honest, I mean, like that's. I mean, that's what I would say. Like. Why can't you have your own character? Even Rock was a the third generation superstar. He didn't follow his father or grandfather. He tried to bring his own gimmick. There are a lot of superstars who have been like a second generation superstar, third generation superstar. I mean, they, I mean the, the one with the star uh, uh, legacy or whatever you call that one. They, yeah. ev- everybody, even Randy Orton, like I don't like Randy Orton nowadays. Like I mean, like no offense. I'll come back to that topic later. Uh, like he has his own uh, character i mean like his father was like had a cowboy gimmick or anything but he didn't follow that he had his own one like you are from a like a normal uh, evolution guy to legend killer to viper like he has his own set of thing that's how you should be you should not do something which has already been seen by the audience you should do something which audience hasn't seen before that's how it should be yeah i mean like once in a while it's fine but if you if you are going to act as a version 2.0 or something like that, no, we don't want to see that. We have seen that already. We are not, we are not paying our money to see that again. We can uh, We can uh, either wa- subscribe to WWE Network or we can watch it on YouTube.
0: Yeah, YouTube is a perfect source for, you know, yeah. watching cold matches right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, like, that's what I mean. I'm, I'm saying my opinion, but I feel that most of the people's opinion would be the same. At least the ones who, are, who have been watching it from uh, my era, I mean, like, The era which I started watching on the or the ones who have been watching it from way before, like since the Rick Flash era, the golden era. So I mean, like.
0: So speaking of the next match, we have United States championship match between Apollo Crews versus MVP. uh,
1: I mean, like, this is gonna be one L of a match. I mean, Apollo is seriously like underrated. To be honest, I mean, like I've been wanting him in the some card title picture for a like long time. I've seen that guy what he can do. I I I, I didn't know that uh, that he he whether he was good on the mic or not. But he, he he's not too bad either. I just felt that okay, all this guy needs is a guy like Paul Heyman or someone to manage him. If they do that, he, this guy deserves to be in at least a mid-card title picture. I mean, like he's too good inside the ring. I mean, like, what are what are they even doing with this guy? I mean, like, the only I mean, but, I'm gonna break this thing for you. The yeah. only reason he won a title and he's still uh, holding a title is because of the Black Lives Matter thing.
0: Yes, it's or
1: true. Else push someone like this guy. I mean, like, we have seen a lot of talented guys who, who hasn't got the push in like a decade or anything, and or not have a proper reign even after winning the title. I mean, like, look at Kofi. He won it like after 12 years, but his title uh, match, like uh, if you see with Brock, it didn't even last 12 seconds. That's yeah. a, that's a reality. I mean, like this guy is a racist. No matter, I mean, like I don't mind saying it about it, but everybody knows this guy is a racist and he doesn't like black people to be the champion of his company. I mean, look back at the, I mean, like if you look back in the past, like I mean, you have seen a lot of guys uh, uh, been black but has not held the WWE title that uh, that good I mean even for Kofi that was the same thing uh, they had guys like Bukati Mark Henry uh, and who else like there are I mean, like a lot you can how many of the people who are, who are black had held the WWE title just answer this question you can easily figure it out I, I the only guy I remember is Kofi yeah I, think- I mean like I haven't seen the black any other black guy who has held the WWE title. I mean, maybe you can say rock, but he's not for complete black. I mean he's a half someone. So I wouldn't count him as complete black. So that's not a thing. And you can't keep rock of the title picture. It's not that simple. I mean, this guy's too his light, whatever you call this light, light is too bright for the <laughs> what's this? How's that saying goes? Like. I mean, like, that's how, so, I mean, like, so that's the thing. The reason why Apollo won the title is solely because of the Black Lives Matter. But I wanted that to happen for a long, long, long time. Like, I mean, like, this guy, ran when actually MVP came, I, uh, Andy, when he won the title and he uh, asked him whether I can manage you or you want to join us, like, I felt that Apollo should have turned heel. I mean, like, it could have, may have given a new perspective, actually. I mean, like, people are, people are... Uh, mm-hmm weren't cheering him for him either I mean like I haven't seen people cheer for Apollo any I mean like so there's not any loss for him if, uh, to turn heel it would have made him like a much like what do you call um, yeah more like I would have given him more like uh, more value to the thing or given us a new perspective I mean people would have loved it no I mean like we may never know i mean like people are loving heels uh, right now than faces I mean, to be honest i mean like they find heels more interesting than faces i mean like faces they all they do is okay i mean no matter what i, I, I didn't give up like they keep repeating the same stuff again and again and again so i mean like they are gone they are not going to get interested in uh, seeing a face like especially if a guy like apollo i mean like when guy like mvp uh, came along so i thought like okay i think this guy should have shouldn't have uh, rejected his offer and he has Bobby Lashley with him. Uh, I feel that uh, Bobby Lashley should have won the title, but okay, let's not to go there. Okay, um, so uh, it's gonna be a bit, uh, um, with Bobby Lashley on his side. I feel uh, it could go either ways. I mean, like either Apollo uh, could uh, get distracted by Lashley and uh, MVP might win the title, or we might see uh, Apollo overcoming. All the, all the odds, like so. I feel uh, it's gonna be a little bit unpredictable in this match. I mean, like, I, I, I would love to see that match actually.
0: So, speaking of the match, we, then we have the uh, Cesaro and Nakamura versus the New Day as a tables match for the SmackDown. Star Team Championship.
1: Yeah, this match is gonna be too good. uh, No matter what, I mean, like we have seen what the New Day and like Cesaro and like Nakamura can do. I mean, like uh, these all the four guys are extremely talented and everything. No matter what, like they are gonna put up one hell of a match. Whether it's uh, whether it's a SmackDown or like whatever live event or whatever, they are gonna give an absolutely fantastic match. So I mean, like I think we can expect. uh, No matter who wins this match, we can expect. Fabulous performance from all the four of them. Uh, I mean, like, uh, there could I mean, like, this match too uh, is a bit unpredictable. I want, I, I actually, I want like uh, Cesaro and Nakamura to win the titles. I mean, like, they have been uh, underutilized off lately. I mean, like, to be honest, like, they need some title on them to put some credibility to both uh, both their careers. I feel that New Day should lose this time. Hopefully, I mean, like, but I don't think uh, Vince is gonna let that happen, right? I mean, like, when I say given uh guys like Cesaro and Nakamura a chance to win the titles, it's too rare. Let's hope, I mean, like, let's wait and watch. I mean, like, that's what I could say.
0: I think we can't predict anything from this match, to be honest. According yeah, to me, that's
1: what I, yeah, I mean, like, it's kind of unpredictable. I just said that I want them to win, like, I didn't say this is gonna happen. I said, like, I so badly want to see Cesaro and Nakamura holding titles. That's what I said. <laughs> and I said, yeah, it's a bit unpredictable, though. That's why I didn't watch. So,
0: then we have a main event of the show. It's, um, you know, the hyper, the hypest match for the company. It's eye for an eye. Eye it's for a really an eye. Yeah.
1: Versus um, Yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah, and Chris Jericho actually made... Uh, Shot at WWE while announcing this match, yeah, that he was the creator of this match,
1: yeah,
0: on Twitter. And actually, you know, the fans were laughing at the to be honest, like, yeah. <laughs> Chris Jericho, yeah, the one who said that, yeah, I am the creator, all thanks to me. And then Tony Khan just uh, jif- uh send it, you know, tw- uh, retweeted with Chris Jericho's tweet just yeah. all thanks to
1: you <laughs> <laughs> yeah actually i i, I came across uh, one uh, one meme yesterday uh, regarding this match like it was i i i kind of, uh, found it hilarious i mean like after the iphone and i match like uh, uh rollins is going to be like uh, like they had like uh, nick fury's uh, picture like you remember that one from iron man 2 right like uh, after like uh, telling about his father and everything, he, he will leave. The, he was about to leave the house and then turn back and tell Tony, "I have my eyes on you." So like that, yeah. that's gonna be after this match. Like Rollins will be losing an eye and he'll be wearing an eye patch. And be, I have my eyes on you. <laughs> like that, you. <he, laughs> I kind of found it. Like they, they are making funny uh, memes and stuff on uh, no matter how good the match uh, they are. WWE tries to. Uh, a try or claim to produce. So, I mean, like, I feel that, okay, I mean, I think that uh, since Ray's contract is going to expire, I feel that Rollins actually, is going to win this match. Come,
0: Uh Actually, Ray Mysterio is in handshake deal with the yeah. WWE right now.
1: So, he signed the deal with WWE?
0: No, he's just in a handshake deal. He can okay. show up in AAW as okay. well. So yeah, they are like but,
1: I said, like I don't. Th- so that's that makes us very clear. I mean, Seth Rollins is going to win the match. I mean, yeah. like that kind of a deal is not uh, something which you can like uh, say that what uh, we don't know what would happen, like unpredictable or anything. I mean, like since it's not like they, he didn't sign a new deal with WWE, I don't think he's going to win the match. I mean, like it's very think think
0: obvious. Like, Resign with WWE because Dominic is an under contract with WWE yeah. for five years.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, but yeah, they could make use of I me. Mean, like, they, uh, Ray could lose the match, and then like Dominic could avenge for Ray. Like, they can. That's they, they can build his character like that way. Like, uh, yeah, it's not gonna make much of a difference actually. But yeah, it will. Uh, that's I think I I feel that this is what uh, is it's gonna be. Uh, that that's how the things are gonna turn around. I me mean, like uh, Ray is gonna lose. And he might leave the company, and then and then to avenge his dad, like uh, Dominic is gonna challenge him or anything. Like that's how the storyline is gonna be for a while. I feel that's how. Uh, yeah, I mean, like so. It's I feel that's it's gonna win.
0: It's a perfect storyline for Monday Night Raw, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, it's a perfect.
1: Yeah. I People like, love Monday if WWE uh, uh, <laughs> takes it that way. I mean, like I'm I'm <laughs> just saying it uh, in the way WWE will might take it if they. Are planning to take uh, take that storyline, yeah. But if not, I I think they can do a uh, much better than this. I mean, like they could build Dominic uh, by putting him in some few of matches, like build his character, and then like I, I heard that even Seth is gonna take a break for a while, and then when Seth comes back, like uh, Dominic would have been a like credible superstar, like that. And then he challenges him to avenge his dad, like that would even make a good storyline, maybe
0: so it's yeah uh, it's easy to predict so
1: yeah
0: it's time to wind up the things <laughs> it's
1: yeah, it took i mean a like mark. yeah i mean like th- thanks for like having me for your session like i loved it like i totally enjoyed it i hope like everybody does too
0: <laughs> well thank you so much for the phenomenal club for joining my live session and it's a great pleasure to have you on my podcast and we will be discussing more and more on AEW and WWE delivery in upcoming podcast. So thank you so much for joining me. And pleasure guys, that's please. That's
1: yeah, a lot is mine. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, guys, if you haven't followed the phenomenal club on the Instagram, do hit it and enjoy old school promos and matches. So, thank you so much for joining. It's time to say goodbye. Thank you. Yeah,
1: thank you. Bye.